This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Hawkside Guns Podcast, and uh, we are going to go over something a little... All right, don't... First of all, if this is going to be one of those ones you skip, I fully understand. However, it's a lot of fun, and we wanted to cover it anyway. Today, we're going to well, cover... That, that's a lovely start, so... Hey, look, yeah, you, know, you will not believe how much <laughs> crap you get for calling an air rifle a firearm, because okay, it's not. Well, because you said air rifle before you even introduced the thing, you, you better tell them what we were doing. First of all, this is Bona. He's the, the old man who can't remember where he is that accompanies me on this cast. And uh, he makes me come here. So <laughs> I, he, he makes, makes me do this. I don't know where I am. Things cost more. Yeah. Uh, Get off my lawn. We have I have young girls. I, I have four grandchildren, three and, girls and a boy. And uh, <clears throat> we we are, of course, a, a firearm family. Always have been uh, since I was a kid. And one of the first things that we did when I was a youngin very young, was air guns, uh, BB guns, pellet guns, that kind of thing. And it was my introduction. Not airsoft, by the way. No, that don't count. As far as I'm concerned, that doesn't count. Okay, Um, we're we're going to get letters on that, so you might as well clean that up, too. This this cast will not include airsoft. Um, It's just not something that that we've acclimated to yet. Doesn't mean anything, just means we haven't done that. Um, This will be, like, 22 and 177 pellet and and BB. That's that's really what we're talking to. 177 pellet and BB, and then 22 caliber pellet. It's it's something that we've done. God, uh, I can't remember a time I, I we yeah, didn't if, have. If we uh, have, we're shooting guns that are close to, and in one case, at least three generations old. And if we included my brother, it would be four generations of of pellet rifle. Um, so we've, we've got, uh, a stash of them and some variety in it. And, uh, my grandchildren just happen to be at the age, all four of them. It is time to, to begin to play. They've already generated a huge amount of curiosity. And we'll tell you about that in a little bit too, how we actually decided to uh, update some of our stuff, but, uh, they decided that they wanted to shoot and uh, they're not really, Old enough or responsible enough, like people who sit on roofs and shoot their brothers with pellet rifles or BB rifles. BB rather. Gun. It was a Red Rider BB gun, and it was a hell of a <laughs> so shot. They're, by they're the... not quite to that age yet, so still uh, not sorry. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you listen to the previous cast, it's in there, okay? But anyway, uh, <clears throat> that wasn't me. That was my son who never touched a gun then for another eighteen months. Boy, Anytime. that was a harsh couple couple of but months. Anyway, yeah, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll move on. These these children are much better than my it. children. Um, but but they are and and they're they're sweethearts and and uh they have my children in particular I don't know about Scott's my children in particular have they have seen me go to gun shows. They have come with us to gun shows. Um they have cleaned Helped clean and take down and break down uh, shotguns and pistols and all kinds of stuff with me since 
they could walk almost. And it's always a very safe environment in there. You know, and, and that's one of the first things you teach them because I do have firearms in the house. And we try and take the, the mystique out of it. Yeah, it's not they... forbidden. It's not taboo. It's just something that, that is around and you need to understand and be careful about but certain boy, things. boy, if we come back from a gun show and we have anything in our hands. Well, you better show them. You, you better show them. Um, and you better tell them. And they want to hold it and touch it and see what it is and... And so we've decided it, that it was almost time to start satisfying the uh, shooting side of it a little bit. And, of course, we start where I started. Uh, you know, my father started me with, with uh, BB guns and pellet guns. And uh, that's where we're starting my grandchildren. And uh, to be honest, I was a little worried um, that they would uh, – because it can go bad. Right. And I'm not talking about somebody gets hurt or, you know, something bad. No, but it's just that they cannot enjoy it. They cannot enjoy it. And, and they have never, and, and as much as, as, and this is goes to, to how we kind of roll with the safety and all that kind of stuff, my daughters have never been around a firearm that has gone off. They have yeah, never I, heard one. I think one. that's fair to say. Uh, I don't think the others have either. I don't know I, if they I, have. I don't believe Wanna, uh, so. At so, least not with us. So they've never actually. I don't know whether Scott's done that or not. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. think so. He hasn't mentioned it if he has. And neither is his, his so, wife. But, which is a big thing about it, right? Because that's well, one they, of the. They know how to handle them. They know how to, to load check them, to clean see if them, it's loaded them, and, and safety. Take it apart. Take all one down. of that. My eldest daughter can tell you how to take down an 870. Uh, <laughs> where to clean it, where to put the oil, all that stuff. Including mine, by the way. Yeah. Wanna, did you forget that? No, no, dear. No, no, no. It's that's not next. dirty, all right? <laughs> I think you need that. <laughs> I'll bring you the oil so you can do it now. Uh, so there's there's a lot of that, but they've never heard one fire, which can go. That's if you if you ask people. What is the one thing that is like, why don't you want to fire a firearm other than, you know, they could hurt people or something like that? It's always noise, right? They're yeah. loud. Not so, only that's first recoil yep, or whatever. Recoil, second. it might bite me or hurt me or whatever. Um, so uh, I was a little worried about it. And uh, it just so happened that I had uh, I had brought over one of your guns, I think. I, I think it might have been that Remington or or something. I don't remember what it was. It was it something of really yours. Matter. Yeah, it was something of yours, and they <sighs> they had they were getting discouraged uh, because everything they try, every gun I bring it home. It was a Remington. It was yeah yeah. That's okay. That, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Right. It happened to be a twenty two. And but uh, uh, they were getting discouraged because nothing fit them. They weren't big enough to it, shoot. Of course, everything. that the Remington is a full full rifle it's a big gun so, so uh, for them and they were starting to get discouraged that don't you you know, you see guns your whole life and none of them are it's always you know maybe next year maybe you know when you get bigger when you you know years from now it's well, always yeah, they, later they like later. the 410s that we bought because we've run through right. you know, several 410s and uh, you know there was nothing they could hold there was things that they could hold but nothing they could shoot and uh and my daughter, my eldest daughter, looked at me with just crestfallen despair. And isn't there anything, anything I could shoot or hold or anything? And, you know, as a father who shoots, you're like, oh, crap, I'm losing them. You know, this is bad. It's They're just going to get a bad taste in your mouth about it, you know. Uh, sort of like I did with yard work. Uh, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm a, and you know you swear to yourself I'm going to grow up and I'm never going to touch a lawnmower again, and I never have. Um, and it's a, it's a real, those promises are real. Okay, he That's, could have more guns, but he doesn't do it. I don't do it. Um, you know, so 
those are real things, right? Like, you know, screw it. I'm just not going to do that. And my family, those kind of bite your nose off or bite your nose off to spite your face things are real. All right. That happens. Um, so have with my brother in motorcycles. So yeah, it, it never sometimes it, if, if even if you're young, never means uh, uh, no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to go there. I had what was the movie? I, I had, had a, a bad experience. experience. <laughs> the Italian job. It? What was it? It's the Italian job. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Ha- oh, this dude got dogs, man. I I, I don't do dogs. What happened? I, I had a real bad experience, man. W- no, what, no happened? what happened? I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it can it, even so even when it, you're young, it can be it, bad. It can be. So bad. I I didn't want that to happen. So and I thought for a minute, and I thought, and I thought, and I said, you know what? I do have something that you that'll fit you. And I dug in the back of my gun closet, and I pulled out a Crossman American Classic 2, I think. No, it's a uh, Crossman American Classic air pistol, 177 air pistol. I don't think it's a model. Is it a, an American Classic 2 or just No, a- yours is a Medalist 2. Mine's just an American Classic. Yeah. Uh, mine's a 1377, and yours is a 1300. And... Uh, I pulled that out, and of course, mine—it's mine from when I was a kid, not much older than her. And uh, you know, it had a shoulder stock on it, you know, because I like that carbine style uh, type thing. And it was a pump. It's a pump, one seven seven air pistol. It's, it's probably for years—I don't know if that's the case anymore—but for years, it was the premier air pistol pump air pistol that Crossman made. And it's still as good and as solid as the day it was made. Uh, Thirty years on. <coughs> Uh, boy, that's a tough. That's a tough sentence. I do like hearing oh, that. Oh, that's know, a by tough sentence. <laughs> I just that enjoy sucks it. as a sentence. I just enjoy the pee wad I really, really do. That's, that's just oh, that hurts a hey, little. Call bit. me old man again. Thirty years. Plus. Yeah, yeah, I got a, that new. That, that's mine. That's not like an inherited pistol. That's like mine. Thirty years old. This is a thirty-year-old air pistol. Oh, it feels so good. It had dust on it and stuff, you know. Pulled it out and everything. It didn't even have a case, you know. I didn't care. Um, and I said, you know what, baby, here, let's let's try this. And of course, she could shoulder it, and she could, and it was light, and and the look on her face. And I swear, this is this to me. This is why this is in the, we are having this cast right now. The look on her face, it was to her. Okay, I know it's not a firearm, guys. I know. But to her, this was the first real gun that fit her. Right? And it was it was just this look of, oh, I got it now. You know, it's gonna this is gonna work. I can heft it, I can move it, I can reach everything. This is gonna work. And my daughter looked at me and said, Do you have any ammunition for it? What's it take? Can we get some? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, Daddy has over a thousand rounds for that. It's in a milk jug, you know, <laughs> milk carton, and I got plenty. All right, so uh, we loaded up, and um, uh, my wife looked at me like, "Oh God," you know, but we did, and I and I wanted to capitalize on it right now, right now. You know, of course, when the other one's excited, the, that brings the little one. The little one's like, "Holy crap! This is great!" You know, let's do this. I can. Can I hold it? Can I see it? Yes, you can. You know, is it loaded? No, which is always the first question, and I'm I'm glad they learned that. And then it was, let's shoot something. Yes, let's shoot something indeed. Uh, so right there, while the iron's hot, hot, you know, we uh, it 
as Vaughn had mentioned, it's it's a hundred uh, in the shade here in Texas in the summertime. It, you know what? Uh, it's a little warm. So, being my father's son, we solved this problem by slamming open the back door and shooting halfway down the hallway, out the house, out the door to the back fence. Okay, there were some training issues in there, but I'll I'll take responsibility for that. But you don't sweat, okay? You can still shoot. You don't sweat. And if anybody hits the damn inside of the house, game's over, all right? Because it's going to take me a day, and hopefully your mother doesn't see it, and I'll get it covered and painted. painted Which is where I first learned trim work, by the way. But let's not get into that. No, dear, it never happened. Never happened. Okay, if you're listening, it never happened. Quit and covering it up was, with dirt. <laughs> it wasn't me, all right? It was one of your children. Yeah, I'm shy. It, was, it could have been months ago, I think, that happened. Uh, but I wanted to do it right now because we were very excited. They were very excited, so we threw some BBs in, in that little Crossman uh, 1377, and I you'd never seen so much fun happen and i realize now what you must felt like yeah, with i, with I got us. a picture and i tell you i had to just gr- i was grinning from <laughs> ear to ear all afternoon uh, um, it was just incredible J- just one picture is all it took and he texted it to me and it was of his eldest um yep. not the little one but yeah. the eldest holding my and I enjoyed it crossbow. so much I had to dig my thirteen hundred now <laughs> out of a closet. I go well, I you know you got two of them, one two in each family. You know you're gonna have to do something about that. So we went ahead and and uh, cleaned up a couple of of uh, old crossman pellet guns. Pe- pellet guns. One seven seven pellet. Well, no, mine was one seven seven. Yours was a twenty two, wasn't it? Yes, it is. Um, so we, and, and, you know, I, I, uh, I'm normally in charge of, of cleaning up anything non-mechanical. Uh, so it came over to my house and the following week, you know, uh, we had our gun transport service, which looks surprisingly like my mother, um, <laughs> bring it over when she came to see the kids and, uh, Hey, here's, this is from your father. Uh, why don't you go ahead and clean that up now? The, what happened after that was unexpected uh, because I watched the natural progression or the natural tendencies of children who had never shot before. And do you recall, and perhaps not, but in a previous podcast, we mentioned that everybody's different. They like different styles. They like different feel. They like different yep. anything. And I have two grandchildren, and they are quite different. My, uh, my eldest is a born rifle girl. Uh, she she holds grips, stands, and, and sights uh, as much as she does sight, uh, if you can call it that, like a rifle. Okay, she holds. She wants a hand under the barrel, and she wants something nuzzled under, or you know, on her shoulder. And she, it, it's it's a rifle, you know. And she's she's looked at that, and 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 that's just how she gravitates towards it, and that's how how Did you she tell does them things. this is, had a shoulder stock on it. Uh, yeah, the my crossman had okay. a, had a shoulder stock on it. Um, now his did not, and um, the the other interesting thing, which I did not know until we saw them side by side was my 1377 and his 1300 are different uh, not only in caliber but in scale uh, my, his his crossman pistol is about two inches shorter it's a little lighter and it's a little smaller of handle and of uh, pump and it has and this is the biggest thing about it 
It has no cocking lever. It has auto cocking. It doesn't have right. no cocking. It mine has mine has, well, it, it has no cocking knob. Yeah, right? It has no knob. It's there, an automatic cock. It's auto so cocking, mine's got a, a, no a knob at the back. You pull it two clicks, and then it'll it, it's cocked. His has no such thing. It's an auto cock, which means that my littlest could, if she, and, and she figured out a method to do it, because she wanted, and this is a big thing about kids that, that, you know, you'll come to find out if you don't have them. Kids want to do it themselves. Now, of course, highly supervised, and you're hovering over them. Like, oh, God, please don't pinch your fingers or do something bad. But they want to do it themselves. And my littlest took that pistol, which was instantly recognizable as smaller to her. As a 1300 now. Um, this is smaller. Yeah, Sean and I would have never believed that the, the damn no. thing was smaller. We thought they were the same size. So when I gave it to him, I just assumed that his stock would fit on my pistol and, and everything else was the same. It does. But everything else about that pistol is smaller than his 1377. Yeah. And I didn't know that, but my youngest did. And she picked, this is smaller. No, no it's not, baby. It's about, no, it's smaller. I can do this. Uh, I, I, it's the same. No, get yours. It's smaller. I, I can feel it. And of course you humor the, the small child and she brings you the other one and you hold them up together. See, look, oh crap, it is smaller. All right. Um, you know what, baby girl, you are absolutely 100% correct. Here you go. <laughs> so she took it over to my bed, laid it on its spine, ripped open that pump and closed it, slowly closed it together. Without and, pinching her fingers. Without pinching her fingers. One whole it, pump. One whole pump got it correctly. Now that's all she could do is one whole pump. And on a one pump on a, now yours is older than mine. Yeah. Um, on Significantly a 40 so. to 50 year old Crossman <laughs> air pistol, one pump doesn't particularly push the 22 well, pellet very far. Well, you're not going to go through that block of wood we talked about. <laughs> you could get about 20 feet of out of it. Yeah. Is safe right now. Yeah. yeah. You get about 20 feet out of it and it goes <laughs> at the end of it, but it shoots. And, and you so, can hear it hit. And you heard it. So she gets that thing out there and we load a pellet in it and. It couldn't have been more night and day. My daughter took a classic front-on weaver stance, holding it in front of her, both-handed on a pistol grip, and sighted down that barrel just as natural as possible. And nobody taught her this, okay? She just, this is the way it is for For her. her. And popped that thing out there and, you know, of course, it kind of rolled off the fence. I hit the fence. I did it. I shot it all by myself, you know. And from then on, it was it was just a relay of of getting girls and pellets and guns and and all that stuff in the right order and get who shoots first and who's pointing down. I, by the way, he made me spend $20. I had purchased prior to this figuring <laughs> well, we that thought every, everybody was figuring that you know, they'd both want a shoulder stock. So I bought a shoulder stock for my 1300 because it obviously didn't have one. And uh, it now sits in the closet because <laughs> we don't need it because don't need it. she doesn't want that on that gun. And it the other will one ruin won't my shoot gun. one without it. So we now have <laughs> two older pellet pistols for each child, which meant that we needed to shoot something else, which is really. What this cast is supposed what to be What this cast is about. I thought you're done hearing about my grandchildren. So, uh, well, you know what? It's, you have kids, and you. I, you, I you by teach the way, them. my stock will work for my my eldest 
or my only grandson anyway. So he's yeah. he's a rifle carbine guy anyway. So it, it's not like it wasn't required. Yeah, and and he'll probably want that too because yeah. it's it's not it's he's he's his father's son, uh, the rifleman. Oh, Jesus. God, my brother, I love my brother a lot, but he's really annoying when you put a rifle in his hand. Um, just in the nicest way. Oh, God, he hits everything. And I well, can't you're better now. Crap. I'm much better now. We'll talk about that. But all that to say, we, we were in the market for pellet gun. Since neither one of us had ones of our own, <laughs> except for me. That we could now shoot. I was in the market for a pellet gun. He had some pellet rifles to shoot and everything, and I, I, I remembered ish that he had at least one, and I, I really thought that we were we were going to be short, especially if all of us came to shoot. My brother and his his kids and all that kind of stuff. We were going to be light some guns, and I, you know, at least one more. I have never owned a pellet. Rifle. I've had rifle. something that, that right. kind of that that is correct. Uh, uh, when we put the shoulder stock on your that your, was carbine enough for me. That was carbine enough, and, and, and I I had run we with graduated that for thirty for years to twenty two like, a couple years after much that. farther than yeah. that. Yeah, and I just never really felt the need for anything else. Plus, that Crossman was was is is a hell of a pellet gun, and will do pretty much whatever you want to with it. So I had not been in the pellet gun market ever. And I had looked recently, but not that recently. When, when uh, Reese hit, when my when my grandson hit a certain age, I realized that I was going to need something. <laughs> you were late. <laughs> I, I said, "Oh, oh, oh, it's coming!" And uh, uh, I went to look anyway, and I was astounded, truly astounded at what's out there today. Yeah, uh, there is uh, there is a number, a number of of. Uh, variations in the marketplace. What I'd come to find out, and Bono was absolutely correct. He said, Son, you uh, you're gonna need to do some research because when I was a kid, there were probably really two, you know, maybe three, three, you know, of of sufficient quality that you might want to participate in or throw down money on one. And most of those were pumps, right? Uh, so as when you're talking air rifles. And uh, I went to look right now, or, or uh, this this past week or two, and I counted. Okay, there were close to thirty uh, air rifles around of of varying different types. Wow, uh, this is you want to run you want to run the types of those? Uh, sure, uh, but uh, there's there's this is not your. Not your father's or your grandfather's stuff here. It was sure not your your grandfather's. Wow. Uh, your grandfather, there were, you either had a BB gun or you had a pellet rifle that was a pump. Yeah, that was it. All right. Uh, but, and we uh, do have one of my father's pellet rifles. Yeah, and yours, which is yeah. pretty uh, getting up there as well. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, there is, of course, pump pellet rifles of pneumatic one, pump. Yeah, pneumatic pump. Uh, air rifles of of one seven seven twenty five and five millimeter calibers twenty two. Uh, what did I say? Twenty five. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, twenty two and five millimeter. Uh, dyslexia is a hell of a thing. They've been around for God, a long time, long time. And good names. Yeah, good I mean, names. You're you're talking uh, you're talking Crossman, uh, Benjamin, which been around for a while. Ruger, Sheridan, Sheridan. Uh, you know that kind of thing. Uh, so there's a lot. Uh, with with that particular thing, uh, there are spring, uh, just flat 
spring, like lever lever cock spring uh, pellet rifles or, or one cock spring uh, pellet rifles that are the old type. The uh, Red Rider had a BB gun like that for years. Um, just kind of Crossman made an old forty five looking uh, thing that tipped up at the end that yep. shot yep pellets, BBs, and darts. Yep, Daisy had had one that cocked yeah. underneath like that. I had that uh, uh, gun. As a matter of fact, as a kid, it's uh, the one you bought me. Uh, so I mean, there's there's those. They've been around for a very long time. Uh, there's also CO two, which has been around uh, almost just as long. Uh, we'll get around to that, but they've improved incredibly on those CO2 guns. They, they really have, and I almost bought one, uh, to be honest, because uh, Buona and I had uh, I had, had some when I was a kid. or Actually, no, I didn't, but all my friends had CO2s because the, the CO2 was cooler. And uh, and I use finger quotes. Uh, but the, yeah, the thing about... They saw that, son. Yeah, I, well, that's why I said it. Um, <clears throat> they were always cooler, and the reason it was is because you didn't have to do all that pumping, right? Well... The what I also remembered as a kid, and that's really not the the same way anymore, is you know the CO twos were also always broken, or we were constantly wrapping plumber's tape around threads on those CO two cartridges and kind of jamming them in there, to try and hope we get enough of a there, seal. We'll just say, in in lieu of the manufacturers, <laughs> there was occasionally some jockeying to get a <laughs> CO2 in and have any of the charge left in left the bottle in to shoot with. Okay, some of them had screws that, that just punctured at the same time Boy. and didn't have relief valves in them. So, you know, you had to turn the screw really fast or you emptied the CO2 canister before you even got a shell out of it. So oh, man, it was, it was, and there's, yeah, there's were always kind of quasi-broken or, God, I don't have any CO2. So I bring my Crossman and we'd all take turns pumping my, which still works, by the way. It doesn't leak or anything. And just a couple drops of, of three and one and it'd seal that thing right back up. So I always had a gun that worked and I always had a, a, a love for Crossman who also had CO2 guns, but I always had a love for Crossman because of that. So, and then they had something relatively, and again, when I say new, I'm talking about the span of 30 years here, which is the last time I was in the pellet gun market. <laughs> so, when I say new, take that with a grain of salt. It makes me feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I'm sure old, it does. That old fart. Go ahead. Come on. Yeah. Uh, That's so, right. relatively new, but uh, called uh, brake barrel or compressed nitrogen brake barrel guns. And I had not had one before. Well, neither um, did I for that. I matter. had not seen really what they do uh, or, or why they were, were preferable or, or even popular uh, until very recently. I started looking around, and they're all over. They're all over. In fact, I would go so far as to say that they are probably, at this point, the most popular uh, from the people I've talked to recently, some of the videos I've seen, type of, of air rifle today i'm i'm gonna have to give you that one uh not not what not what either one of us guessed at the time no uh but but as we started looking i i assumed that it was a straight pneumatic pump you know like, yeah like an old and they made them you know they were resold by sears monkey wards you know they were resold by everybody but it was still you know a 10 10 stroke pneumatic pump gun right and to shoot either a 177 or a 22 and and those are still around. They're still popular. They're st they they make tons of them and all that kind of thing. But they there is a lot more of these brake barrel air rifles. And I was very curious about it. I I'd, I'd uh, seen quite a bit, and I wound up getting one. 
and uh, we can talk a little bit about that a little bit later. But uh, those were really the kind of types. So you had the brake barrel compressed nitrogen stuff. You had the pumps. You had the CO2s. You had the lever cocks or the spring, you know, lever lever spring uh, variations. And uh, those were the mechanisms, right? Oh, 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 uh, yeah, well, we mentioned the pumps. But uh, they also had a couple of different styles and configurations as well that they did not have when I was a kid. Not even close. I mean, I... I I was amazed at how many different well, They even made them in pistols now. I mean, they're oh, making yeah. them in pistols. All of them. Yeah, every you kind. <clears throat> every kind. It doesn't matter. Every kind. Uh, so you know, the velocities change and all that kind of stuff. But it, they make all the actions in, in every every different style. So I was like, holy crap. You know, this is... I thought I was going to... And I, Vaughn and I were talking about this before the cast. I thought I was going to go out and look at, you know, the oh, they're going to have five. Two are kind of good. Two kind of suck. And one's kind of eh. And I'll I'll make some kind of decision. I had to go home and research for like a week uh, before I really figured out where everything was and what stuff was and everything. And I really didn't even know until I got one home what I had just purchased. Uh, but there's pistons. that's an interesting point. They have changed. I mean, yes, your fathers and grandfathers pellet rifles still work. You bet they do. Yep. And are they still accurate enough for not only you but children to shoot accurately? Yes, yes, yes they are. Yes, they are. Because my wife took my 30-year-old crossman and at the span of, of 15 yards never missed a milk cap in 13 shots. Okay. So, yes, they are. They yes. still function and they still work. And they still have the same things that you didn't like about them before. You got to pump them, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. They, they have adjust nowadays. The sights are better. Um, the the break the breakovers the the nitrogen filled breakover. You're talking about once, okay? Yeah, you move it down once. It automatically charges the weapon. You stick the pellet in. You thump it back up, and you're ready to go. Sure are. Wow, what a difference! Yeah, what, and it goes just as fast as is is you know ten pumps on some of those other ones. So uh, without CO two bottles, yeah, no CO two bottle, no refillable anything, no pumping, no anything. Uh, it's an amazing system, a very very well designed. Uh, so it was it was just very. I mean, you're getting the. I let me give you a, a little aside here. I I fired it for the first time, and I was using. Uh, alloy pellets, uh, so aluminum pellets. Basically. We'll talk about that in a little while too. Yeah, um, but I was firing aluminum pellets the first time out of a one seven seven break barrel compressed nitrogen gun. Two things happened that was well, three things happened that was very unexpected to me because I didn't know what to expect and I I had not shot one before. One is I didn't know that they were uh, they require a kind of a break in period, which we'll go over later. It was, and I shot it again from inside the house. It was as loud as a twenty-two. <laughs> Scared the crap out of the dog. Um, but uh, so that was first. Second was shooting in a uh, an aluminum pellet out of a gun that powerful, which advertises twelve hundred foot per second. Um, lead that, pellet, lead pellet, uh, or or whatever. Uh, that pellet broke the sound barrier. Okay, that was sonic. Supersonic ammo. There was it. You heard the crack. I'm like, holy crap! Um, and the third thing, uh, other than it had a little bit of recoil to it, uh, not not really, not 
like big gun recoil or anything. It just it just bounces un, a little unlike bit. Unlike a, a ten pump yeah, which just pellet goes, rifle, Pew. which just lays there. Right. This jumped a little this bit. Jumped I think a little that, bit. that's not yeah. recoil, but perhaps a little bit of a jump. Yeah, a little bit of a bounce. But the other thing is this thing sailed clean through half inch cedar board. Which by the way was that military function that we talked about a little earlier as far as lethality goes. Um half inch pine board, if you're shooting through a half inch pine board uh, an older military standard suggests that it's lethal. Well, I went out and I went, well, I went a whole crap. And it went through the mat board and through a half-inch cedar board. I looked through, and I know it would because I looked clean through the hole. Uh, so this and was... you can still see a little. Um, yeah. Well, I can see that much. Uh, get me right up. Far away, I may be screwed, but up close, I'm all right. Um Better than you up close. Yeah, well, that's all right. <laughs> if I'm old. I took my shot, all right? I'm happy now. You can move on. <laughs> no, let's stay a while. No, let's not. <laughs> so, but uh, this was this was not an experience with a, a pellet rifle that I was, I was ready for. I mean, this thing was moving out of there. Uh, so, so this is very, it is, when they talk about some of these compressed nitrogen brake barrel uh, guns, this is... This is some pretty serious pellet gun, uh, so so it's a little bit different than I thought it would. Um, Not something you'd necessarily want to put in the hands of a child. No, I um, think that's the other point, th- which is where I was kind of going. This is actually, and it's too big for a child. Okay, no, this has a, got a fourteen-inch length. It's to pull. a young man's full man's gun. I mean, um, that's what it is. And it's it's reasonably heavy for a pellet gun. It's it's uh, you know I wound up going with a, uh, a Crossman F four. Uh, not, not any of the other monikers. It's got, you know, you got the fire and the whisper and the, you know, all that kind of, it's just, it's just a plain old M4. You can buy it at Walmart for, you know, 75 bucks. Um, now it's, it's different in that, you know, some of these guns like the brake barrels and everything. Um, there's 250 pellet break in period. And it's, when you first shoot it, I thought something was wrong. Um, I'm like, Oh, I have broken something. That's a pretty fair point. You, you need to to stay a little while on that uh yeah uh this is uh the the nitrogen charge system is a little stiff and it's a little much uh before you get about 250 pellets in it's it's loud um i i was commenting to bonnie you will find jimmy hoffa before you find the arm strength to break the barrel over just pushing on it you know, the first or second time, you got to smack that thing to bring it down, okay, to break the barrel over. Um, now, it gets much easier. I mean, we've put probably about, what, 200 rounds through yeah, it at this point? Not. Um, much easier, much quieter. Uh, I thought they were kidding. You know, on the box, it says 70% quieter. Um, the first time, shot it off in the house, like I said, it sounded, I swear to you, like a twenty-two. okay? Now, partially, probably some of it was the supersonic ammunition, it was loud anyway from never being shot before. Everything was still breaking in. But and I'm he like, had walls on both sides. Yeah, holy, I mean, no air protection. To capture nothing. the noise. The dog went and hid under the bed. I'm not even kidding around about that. Um, and he's used to bullets or, or rounds going off. So I, I, I thought, A, something was broken, and B, I'm like, 70% quieter than what? A howitzer? What the hell? Um, so it was, it was a bit of a shock. Um, it was it was a little different. I know there's people out there laughing. I hadn't had one before. All right. Uh, the other thing is the accuracy in the first mm, twenty thirty rounds. 
Uh, I was, now, granted, I am not the best with with things other than a shotgun. However, I am not so inept that I can I can't hold a two foot pattern with at fifteen yards with any kind of gun. He right? didn't send me any pictures of that. No, I'd have kept them. Those he'd have kept. <laughs> but uh, they're a little wild when you uh, when you take them first out of the box. Now they settle down very quickly, um, and by the by the end of a couple you know fifty a hundred pellets in. Uh, we pretty much sighted in the scope, uh, which came with it, by the way. And not like one of the crappy scopes. Like uh, when I got my Marlin um, years ago as well, um, it came with a scope, a Tasco, and it was all kinds of small. Crap, just, yeah. Craptastic uh, is what it was, is the word. It was if, small. If it was, was an gonna... inexpensive scope, okay? Um, no, it did come with it, and it was free, you know, with the with the gun. But um, this came with a scope as well on a little dovetail rail. And uh, it's a 4x32 scope. And it's not half bad. I mean, uh, 32 is pretty pretty uh, respectable size. You know, 4, by, four power, 32-millimeter. 32 32 and, uh, you know, I... I got to say, it's not bad. It's really not, uh, especially on top of a pellet rifle. Um, so it, it took a little time to kind of get all that sighted in and tracked in and, and all that. But, uh, you know, we just finished shooting it a couple hours ago, sighting it in and stuff, and I have not had more fun with a pellet rifle in my life. Uh, it's so quick. I mean, he, he sat beside me. We were sighting it in. We had a little table set up and all that kind of stuff. And he's sitting there. Now, to be fair, he has kind of a, an injury on his shoulder right now. But he's still pumping a couple times, loading a, a pellet in sideways in a little trough, um, you know, getting it all ready and all that kind of stuff. By that time, I can cock, load, put one in, fire, and be reaching for another pellet about the time he shoots the first one. Uh, so they're, they're much quicker. Uh, there's not a lot of pumping. There is uh, a significant amount of power and accuracy. And accuracy. We drilled a hole in the center of that backstop. <laughs> we'll talk about backstops here in a minute for these, because if you're shooting in your inside your fence, you're going to need a backstop. We'll talk about that. But they do carry, to his point, so much power that we could not have just. We don't feel comfortable. Would not have felt comfortable um, just throwing them in into the grass. Uh, we used a backstop. And uh, because it was the first time we used those those guns, um, you know, we didn't have the kids with us either, so we knew what to expect. But uh, wow, uh, he uh, he just had a ball with it, and it was snap shoot. We were shooting at moving targets too, so we slung some some wire and some some things up that that were uh, blowing in the wind. And we do get wind here in Texas, even at our four degrees in the shade. Uh, we still had a breeze. So once we got the thing sighted in, um, we started using uh, some some uh, a little bit more uh, discipline-required targets. We'll just say that. <laughs> some movement in there. And uh, that's what made it fun for him. Not shooting. He's not a paper shooter. He, I, he I'm not. I'm really not. Uh, Buona calls it snap shooting. Um, but uh, I, I like it a great deal. It feels a lot more like shotguns to me if the target's moving. And I'm actually a better shot. <laughs> If the target's moving, which sounds counterintuitive, but um, for me, I I don't hold still, breathe, hold your breath, 
Squeeze Let the, the trigger. Out first. You know? Oh god, it's just it's you so know, much. You know how to do that. It's so much, and it's so boring, and it's just tough to deal with. I like it a lot better when it's like there it is, bang. You know, and I I hit like that. It's fine. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, in fact, you know, I've spent my whole life. And this is true. I spent my whole life with stuff like archery. I'm terrible at, uh, you know. You're not uh, terrible. You just don't will, hold your arm still. You will never, no one who watches me shoot will ever call me anything better than adequate uh, archery. No one. And I can't, I don't care if you know nothing about archery. It will never be anything better than ar- accurate or uh, adequate. But uh, with this, I spent my whole life shooting at tin cans, right? That's our, our aluminum cans. That's what we. That's our target of choice if we're doing something other than paper, because well, all of us drink soda, and uh, I spent my whole life outside of the can, so to speak, um, and I peppered the crap out of one. Um, it just is Swiss cheese. I took it home with me. Screw it. <laughs> he <This> did. <laughs> You're my bitch now. You still, know? <laughs> still with the fishing line on it, by yeah. the way, suspended from a piece of dowel. It just, I it's mean, all right. It, it was, I, 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 we're shooting at a fair distance, but it was just, it was just a symbol. It's like, okay, I can do this now, right? And it's so, and and I gotta, I really do have to recommend uh, the the break barrel pelicans. They're just, uh, just fantastic fun. Um, easy, easy to shoot. Unless, uh, of course, like Bonnie, you have a, a slight shoulder injury uh, that's healing up at the moment. Um, you know, it's just so any, anybody could do it. I mean, if you didn't, if you weren't hurt, I think you, you could do it without a problem. You could, you oh, could yeah. break that thing. No, no problem. So it's not that difficult once you break it in. Um, I think we've talked a little bit uh, about the power and the bullet speeds, um, more pellet speeds. Yeah, we think the nitrogens come. We know they come in carbines and rifles. I'm not sure they come in pistols. I I didn't see any. I didn't see any. So you might want to have to to weigh the difference between an old pneumatic pump pistol like the third. Then they still make Hughes. Yep. Uh, or 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 mine, either one. I think they make a 1322 now in a in a 22 caliber. Um, I'm not sure they make the 1300. Crossman makes the 1300s anymore. I think the that's, 1300s. I think it's been the medalist yeah, has been replaced. Yeah, I think so. But uh, so if you're if you're looking to a pistol now, um, the 22 CO2s and the 177 CO2s in a pistol have migrated as well too. Uh, they they now have um, you know you load it in the in the weapon itself. And it doesn't charge until after you, you know, squeeze off a trigger, a, a dry round, basically, you right. know, to seat and and charge the chamber. So they've come a long way too. And if uh, you know working with that CO two was a a bad thing in your memory, um, you might want to go to YouTube and and have a look. They've got some YouTube videos on some really nice uh, CO two charged uh, pistols. But uh, of of everything that we've got and shot and played with and researched and everything else, boy, that breakover nitrogen-filled stuff on the rifle carbine side of the house Man. is probably the way to go. And uh, for sure, uh, a CO2 pistol now is much better than it was. It's not what you remember as a kid. It's really it, not. It's it really much isn't. better. And uh, the the kind of of pellets that you can push through there now, you know, they've got aluminum, copper, lead, lead shapes, different shapes for oh yeah, they everything they've, from flatheads, 
you know, which is the equivalent of a wad cutter uh, on a on a real, you know, firearm, uh, down to pointed ammunition for hunting, collapsible ammunition, hollow point. They they've got everything. And it just really was an eye-opener if you haven't looked at it in the last 20 years. Yeah, well, I was used to, do you want pellet or BB? <laughs> you know? And I'm looking at, at the shelf, and there's like 15 types of ammunition. I'm like, I, I, holy crap, you know? Uh, so I, I, he is perfectly correct. It's there's there's more varied ammunition. I mean, they really come a long way in almost every kind of ammunition. Yeah, the uh, add-ons have come a long way, too. Holy crap. Yeah, uh, you know, it used to be a, a you know, he mentioned a, a very small optic, uh, probably I got I can't even remember what it was. Twenty, twenty two millimeter, 15, 15 uh, millimeter optic, uh, you know, no variable, anything just sit on there. And now, my God, you, you have regular weaver for anything. Weaver mounted anything and and conversion rails to take a weaver up to a Picatinny. Sure do. So sure do. You know it. It, uh, it you can mount almost anything on almost it. anything on it. it. It really doesn't matter and utilize it. It's not like it's just for show anymore. You know. Yeah. So from iron sights through scopes, stocks, all of that are are much different than what you're used to. And then when you go back to the children, which is how we started, think about it. the The targets that you can do for this for kids at at you know, 12, 15 yards, um, balloons with, with uh, talcum powder in it. Oh, that was always my favorite as a kid. Uh, you know, really, really do well. Um, clays that bust, uh, you know, that, that sit in or just hang on front of a – either sit in a mount or, or hang in front of a backstop, you know, that's breaking clays for, for a youngster. And uh, they're big enough that, you know, that means the bullseye is now four, four and a half, five inches wide, you know, at, at 10, 15 yards for a young one. That's uh, that's a bullseye. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really, a really fun. fun. So short distances. However, if you're shooting with them and you're shooting something more than one or two pumps or CO2, anything, you're going to need a backstop. And we were a little surprised. We have uh, just a throw-together, uh, nailed-together, two-by-four backstops, which is normally what we use for anything up through twenty two long rifle. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we throw three layers uh, sandwiched of, of 22 or of uh, two-by-four and uh, back that with uh, – some other two by four backing, so we've really got the depth of four two by fours uh, just set up as a backstop with with uh, some legs behind it to keep it from rolling over. And we had a couple of rounds of twenty two through that thing. Not I much, guess. probably a dozen or so. I mean, yeah, it's not, not a lot. When we was, it wasn't fresh or pristine, but but neither was it shot up. Yeah, it wasn't chewed up at all. Uh, and uh, you know, it still had a flat surface that you could identify. We finished with the five millimeter Sheridan that I have. That's a pumped up gun, and then a my uh, Crossman F four. His Crossman F four, and it dug a cavity. Yeah, a hole. I mean, uh, just a just a, a like, cavity in through that first layer of ping of, pong ball sized. I yeah, mean, yeah. First layer of two by four. 
And neither one of us believed it carried that much power, but it does. So if you're if you're using a mix of weapons that that are uh, supposedly this will deliver stuff. Uh, we won't even talk, you know, hunting or lethality. But if you're just using it uh, in close, um, you're gonna you're not going to want to use your fence for it. Uh, <laughs> It'll go through don't that. Shoot against the fence, okay? Because <laughs> you're going to be replacing panels. Um, so building a little backstop costs like. God, I, I can't imagine we put in more than twelve, fifteen dollars worth of two really. by fours. Yeah, and a couple nails. I mean, it's and, just and, wasn't that big a deal. Uh, just, just uh, we do have some some nice air hammers for for our nail guns, but I mean, <laughs> we we no use in pounding. But if you have to pound, it's fine. Yeah. All right, we're done. You know, <laughs> you can do it before you shoot. Uh, but think about some targets for the little ones because uh, you can have a lot of fun with some talcum powder and some balloons. And some bottle caps, and uh, some some fishing line, and and some real targets to help them figure out where they're actually shooting. You know, you draw the sight the sight window up for them so they know what they're looking through and and trying to do. And uh, they get a little better than you might think in a hurry. Yeah, it's amazing to watch. It's amazing to watch. Um, there's, uh, I think the only other thing that we haven't really covered is care and maintenance. And um, I'll be honest, I uh, I put my my Crossman pistol away in uh, the late '90s, and um, I brought it out last week, and um, there was no care and maintenance. Uh, I didn't do anything to that thing I mean, it's been dropped in the mud it's been in the water it's been in the grass it's been in the dirt it's been in the rocks it's been packed away unpacked put in a closet shoved around propped up whatever and uh, man it is just a testament to some of the quality that that uh that some of these guns anyway uh can can bear uh i it fired just as good as the day it was bought uh, it it fired just as hard. The 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 seals kept. Um, now I did uh, I did do what you recommended because yours I think is a little older a little older than mine, and uh, you were having some some hissing air hissing or air loss problems some leakage. But a couple of little drops, no more than one or two drops yeah. of. Uh, now we used a penetrating oil here, but we used a three in one oil. You can obviously use a lighter grade oil, but. Um, for us in this older generation of fire or pellet pistols and rifles, you know, two drops of three in one oil, you're uh, done. Was, <laughs> was more than enough, and and you run that twenty two caliber snake uh, through there or nothing at all. If you know, but I I think BBs may have a <clears throat> a little more care and maintenance to them, but um, you you just. Just wipe the barrel down, for that matter, with a, with a rod of any kind, you know. Yeah. A dowel or whatever. Put a paper whatever. towel around a dowel well, and suck it down in there, yeah. It, it's more than enough to, uh, especially at the ranges that we were doing, Yeah, uh, keep it clean and make it accurate. I mean, that's all it needed. There was nothing else. No. I mean, so they're, they're very, very rugged. Um, just personally, I mean, I've seen them last more than a generation. I mean, you're... You're thirteen hundred. I mean, wasn't that your father's? Yeah, that's that's a grandfather. 
to yeah. you, great grandfather, to your children, to my kids. You know, so I mean, it's not like <coughs> these things. And this is kind of why, why we're talking about it. If they were toys, it'd be something else. But they are honestly, you know, guns. Guns. Uh, now they're not firearms, of course, but but they are still guns. They do last, and they do. You can have the same fun and do the same things with them. With your kids, as you did with your parents, and and your parents with your, you know, all that. So oh, before you before you quit, okay, because we're getting to the end of this, I do want to do your fire engine painting or your your engine <laughs> your engine painting thing because I had him do. That's why the gun came over in that's the true. first place. That's true. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I uh, as we mentioned, uh, refinish and redo guns and and like uh, more aesthetics and and you know refinishing type stuff and cleaning. Uh, then Bonna does. Bonahan is mostly mechanical, as we've said. And uh, he sent his over here. And uh, what? And the reason he sent it over here is because I got tired of... And my eldest daughter, and she is very... She is very attuned to fashion and color and aesthetics and the way things look, just like her, her father is. I'm an artist in, in real life, and that's that's what I do. And she looked at my crossman and went... Why is the handle black, but this piece is brown and the whole rest of the gun is black? It looks weird. And, of course, it struck a nerve with me because for the last 30 years, that's exactly why I hated that combination. Now, I love the gun. I love the form factor, all that kind of stuff, but it always bothered me. Well, they didn't have, I mean, they were the, all no, brown Yeah, back it's then, not okay? fair. Yeah, and it's a plastic piece, okay? It's, and, it's plastic. And they do make black ones now, but right. they didn't then. They didn't then, and I didn't, you know, I'd put it away for 20 years. And, you know, I said, you know what, damn it, that's right. You know, that's, I'm so, so I went out to the garage to try and fix that. And I'm like, well, I can't stain it. It's, it's plastic and it's not nylon. Okay. It's not, it's no, it's plastic. not nylon. It's plastic. It's plastic. Okay. Um, so I'm searching around and I, and I, new, new, new front pieces, which you can buy. Yeah. Are, are, are not that expensive, but still. No, and they make some of them in nylon, and they're black, and they're different. You know, they're they're camoed and or, or tan. You know, like a, a military tan and stuff. I mean, they're cool. And here I am with a black or a brown simulated wood, so it had like carved grain in it. Not carved, but at least molded grain. Yeah, it was a a. Uh, it's a plastic. It's a plastic forearm. It's, okay? it's simulated wood. As mine was. Mine it's was simulated wood. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm looking at it and I'm pacing around the garage and it's it's I'm pissed off because my daughter's called me out and she was absolutely 100 percent correct. And uh, oh my god, what am I going to do? I do hate way? that when children are like, oh, that. Don't I, you? Hate I it. do. I most, hate it. Most people do. <laughs> when when it, the child is correct, it's just you know. And I, I'm wondering. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. You know, and I can't stain. I I can stain anything, but plastic doesn't stain uh and you know they got the dip it kits and the paint kits and, and stuff like that to put the you know the rubberized coating on it and all that kind of stuff i didn't want to spend that money or that much time i just wanted to be more right than my daughter and uh <laughs> you know the feeling <laughs> no i don't <laughs> you know, never, no never, no yeah. no i've always uh, been more right than you i don't have to strain for it yeah let's go with that <laughs> so we, we have we have audio proof that's not the case but uh, yeah, we'll I'm just gloss if you over counted that. it, it would be proof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. But uh, so I'm tearing apart my my uh, my cabinet, you know, looking for stuff. And one of the things I ran across was engine paint. OK, uh, I did and still do some auto work here and there. And I went, oh, my God, that's perfect. 
because uh, if you think about it, auto paint is engine block paint, which is what this was. It was flat kind of uh, engine block paint, which it's made to withstand all kinds of nasty, nasty, nasty situations, and it bonds to anything. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, let's check it, you know, because sometimes, especially on firearms, now it doesn't work on air guns as much, but on firearms, barrel can get hot. Things get hot. Things move around. Um, it gets scratched. It gets bumped. It gets whatever. Um, and this thing's good up to like 1200 degrees and it, and it kind of rubberizes when it's, when it's dry. I saw it for the first time and I just had the word I used was what a brilliant solution, which is how mine came over to his house. (laughs) Okay. Cause mine, if I'd have done it, it it had streaks and marks and fingerprints in it. And I didn't want that. Not even for my youngest granddaughter, you know, no, let's not do that. Um, but mine looks like it came from the factory that way. Uh, it, it's because it goes on and it's, and if you do it like it's supposed to be and, and, and paint it real good, you can rattle can this thing and it looks factory. You don't even have to take it off the gun. No, you don't just wrap it up in some, some paper towels and stuff, cover the end of the gun and a little bit of t- masking tape, yep. you know, and it's perfect. rattle can it, you know, and just cover the piston, him, he, but it, it truly, it looks much better than it sounds. Uh, it really does. It looks factory. And you can honest. put those nice nylon stocks, shoulder stocks on the, both Looks the 1300, perfect. the 1377, the new, anything new that stock is designed to fit on. And uh, to be honest, if you want to see what that looks like, there is going to be a post on the site about it. Uh, you can look, hawksideguns.com. Uh, you can look and see both his and mine uh, Crossman pistols with I took, I took mine home. I already took the pictures. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you remember when... Otherwise, was, your mother's going to have to bring it back again. <laughs> you know, remember when we she talked about She doesn't bitch right? about it much, yeah. but occasionally she does charge me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's the, uh, the transport service is kind of costly, We, but... Uh, it but, can be. But uh, yeah, you look for it on the site. Uh, it'll be there under gun rescue. Uh, but uh, you can see what this looks like. It looks great. A brilliant it, solution. Truly, truly a good solution. It really looked great. We were very happy with it. I'm probably going to use it again if it ever comes up. Uh, but uh, it, it just, it, you don't have to spend a lot of time, money, or, or anything like that to make old guns look good. And we that's casts, uh, you know, we'll do casts in the future about that. But it really, in this case, it brought a... 50 plus year old gun to the point where after I cleaned it, touched up the paint and all that kind of thing and painted the, uh, the forearm and the grips, it makes it look like it was bought last year. Um, it really did. And, and of course it's the one that his youngest daughter wants. But, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, now I had to get my old five millimeter Sheridan out just to participate in. <sighs> and, and believe me, she was sitting there. So that's the one that's going to, I'm going to shoot that. You're not going to ruin it. You're not going to put a stock on the stock that I already bought for it. No, you're not going to put that stock. You're not going to ruin it with that dear. No, I, you know, and of course it's, it's a little unnerving to have a little one, you know, don't screw this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you know what you're doing? You got it taped off good, right? Yeah. I'm afraid that's how it sounded, okay? It may not have come out in those words, but please don't screw this please up. Please don't. Don't don't mess it up. Look, with that other I, stuff that you have on your other stuff. I want to use this, okay? <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. She, so was she. It turned out great. We were very pleased with it. But uh, look, if you're, if you're ever wanting to do that for a pellet gun or a, even a regular gun, you want to make a... Uh, uh, something simulated black or, or a, a synthetic black or it something. It has a lovely texture to it. It does. It's kind of it really does. It's almost rubbery. Almost. It, it, almost. It doesn't give or anything like that. It's not like you know. Uh, 
it's not like dip it. If you're familiar no, with dip it, it's not. It's not that soft. You know, it's not something you'd put on the handle of a screwdriver. But boy, it has a lovely texture to it. Yeah. I liked it. That's why I sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, I, anyway. I do too. And uh, I was very pleased with the way it came out. It looks great on the gun. So um, just keep that in mind if you're ever looking to to upgrade that stuff. But other than that, I think that's about all we had for for uh, air rifles and just, air guns. Just don't be afraid to have fun with with not only. Uh, Young adult children, but but really young ones. Um, boy, it's a lovely way to get them started, and they not only respond to, uh, but they understand some of the differences. Uh, no, I don't want that one. I want this one. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if it's not for reasons ever, you might think, you know, you know yeah, listen to them because it it uh, it's not always what you think, and it goes back to you know children and and women when we had that cast. With just shut up and listen. Don't give them what you want to give them. Give them what they want, and uh, it goes a long way. And we've had a ball with it, and uh, we may even do that uh, tomorrow. We we haven't decided yet, but you can have a lot of lot of fun with it, and uh, don't rule it out as as a interim step to uh, to moving up the firearm chain because it really really was fun. Yeah, I uh, I'll second that, and uh, we'll uh, we'll. I understand if if you're those aren't real guns. Well, maybe not, but you know what? And please feel free to bypass the the, the cash. Yeah, you know? I, I mean maybe up not up front if you're just but, listening to the end of it. But if you listen to the beginning of it, I don't want to do anything with that. Great. We understand. You know, please, you know, it's not. Not we, for everybody sometimes. Not and, what we're and, suggesting either. You know, we're just saying. But man, we had a lot of fun. Got a limited place to shoot. You know, yeah. and, and you shoot uh, these in town, by the way. $20 <laughs> worth of two by fours, you, it's a winner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lo- most cities don't have ordinances against air guns. Just saying. Um, and if they do, we're not saying you can do this, but if some of them are quiet enough, you can shoot them in your backyard anyway. Um, not that we would recommend that against federal law, but, or, or state law, city law, whatever, but uh, you could do it. Uh, so you got an annoying squirrel? You can fix it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're just oh, saying. Don't, don't shoot cats, dogs, or roosters or, or chickens with one of them breakover nitrogen-filled things. <laughs> you will have a dead cat bird or chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not a good idea. Now, them three-pump pellet pistols, they work just fine for that. <laughs> I have a chicken problem. <laughs> not that my neighbor would ever listen to the cat, so I can just tell you, but I love shooting Billy's chickens, uh, okay, because... <laughs> They just throw my mulch all over my yard. All right, so pellet pistol, BB pistol, we'll really be in the good garage turning. You know, like not good so much work. the CO twos. Okay, the, the very power <laughs> of a pellet pump gun is is uh, important in some characteristics and, and quite versatile. So uh, not enough for to shoot your brother on a on a roof. But no, that was a one cock lever <clears throat> Red Rider BB gun. But, that was a little uh, different. You know, two pumps out of a pellet pistol will get you a couple of feet. That's enough to get a chicken. Well, you'll hear too. He's in the garage. Damn chickens! He'll go in the car. You know, in the the house and go get the. the, the What are you doing? You know, I I get up and I. Damn chickens! chickens. Yeah, you'll hear. (laughs) You know, 
<laughs> shooting chicken. I'm afraid that's true. I have told him, by the way, so it's not a surprise. <laughs> I did shoot one that was on my lathe, by the way. They came into the garage and started crapping oh, yeah. on my lathe. And that, that, one, it, that wasn't mm. like a 3-4 pumper. I, I was ready to <laughs> you will learn <laughs> install an, a uh, level of hesitation in the chicken to jump on my lathe. But that's all right. Another story. <laughs> You're going to learn you, chicken. Uh, but it was it, it, they're a lot of fun. We enjoy them uh, heavily. I have thoroughly enjoyed the the break barrel. Um, I was very surprised uh, that uh, not only at the power and the smoothness and the ease of use, but it, that I uh, it had quite that much energy. So uh, please take uh, take this for what it's worth, and uh, we will see you next time with actual firearm uh, knowledge and screw-ups and wisdom and you know Uh, experiences perhaps uh, there's some knowledge in there we read stuff on the internet occasionally oh that's that's we read stuff yeah stuff and things youtube okay yeah that qualifies stuff and youtube stuff and things look if they've stuck with us for 10 11 casts at this point close it close it they're used to our level of quality (laughs) (laughs) take it easy guys we'll see you next time On behalf of Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.